It's time for the Engaged Club, the podcast for club managers and operators that strive to create loyal and connected members, guests, and customers. Here are the two guys with the club management and digital marketing advice you need to realize your club's potential, Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Hey, welcome back, friends. I'm Roger Kincaid. I'm the marketing guy for Off Course Golf. You can find us online at offcourse.golf. I'm Jim Hope, and I'm the GM of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club. Roger, what are we going to talk about today? This uh, this topic is uh, a tricky one, I think, for a lot of clubs, but it's how to do lead generation the right way, Jim. Like a, a lot of times what we're trying to do is is uh, get people in our digital marketing strategy to, you know, come onto our email list. And our email list, I say it time and again, and you know, I can't say it enough. Uh, our email list is one of our most profitable marketing channels. And so we want to, you know, constantly have people coming onto our email list. But there's a right way and a wrong way to collect email addresses. And I, I want to outline a, a really good uh, tactics and strategy strategy to to be onboarding people to your email list, you know, collecting those leads the right way. I think that's really important because the last thing you want to do is offend anybody in trying to get their email address and get them onto your list. So if there's a way of doing that effectively that uh, make them a, a valuable uh, opener of your emails when they get them, uh, mm -hmm. that'd be huge for us. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, here's the kind of thesis that I, I want to center this conversation around. It's that when we collect a lead, we really want to have a planned process in place for what we're going to do with that email address and how we're going to treat the person that's on the other end of that email address. Because think about how this whole relationship should go, right? Like we're, it's a faceless interaction. First of all, please give me your email address. And it's going to end up with a handshake, a moment where, you know, we're sitting in the membership office talking about how this engagement with this club is going to change your life. Or maybe it's uh, a, a, a conversation in an office about how we're going to make your dream wedding happen. Or, you know, we're standing across the table about how the next four and a half hours of your life with you and your three closest friends is going to be really memorable. So what starts out as a really small interaction, hey, can I have your email address, ends with something that we would like to be a pretty cool moment, like a great, maybe even monumental moment in somebody's life, right? What you're not talking about is my old days of going to the home show where the guy had a piece of paper and said, fill out this piece of paper with your email, drop it in the box. Or you're going to win a mic. We're drawing for a microwave. But at the end of the day, all he was trying to do was collect a bunch of email addresses to market his business. Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, when we collect an email address, the first thing that we want to do is be really honest and upfront. And we want to be specific about what they're signing up for. So this assures that we're going to get more quality leads, right? When we make an authentic proposition to somebody, sign up for this email list and we will tell you about special promotions and special events that happen at our club, right? Then that's all we're going to do. And if somebody doesn't want to know about the special promotions or special events happening at our club, they won't give us their email. And that's great. That's a victory for us because the last thing that we need to do is be sending spam to people on their email, right? So the only email addresses that we're going to get when we make an authentic value proposition to somebody are the email addresses of people that are very likely to engage with us. Now, this is very, very important. And believe it or not, not a lot of clubs do this. But the best thing you can do, and this is absolutely a best practice, is send an email to that person immediately, the second that they sign up for your email list. Now, it depends on the service provider that you use. A lot of clubs use uh, Constant Contact or MailChimp, or there's clubs that use our program called uh, On Point Email Marketing. They allow you to send a welcome, uh, welcome message immediately when somebody signs up for your email list. And what we want to do with this welcome message is we want to reinforce for them immediately the value of being on the list. So tell them a second time, hey, well, first of all, thank them for, for joining, but then tell them a second time, we are only going to send you information about 
promotions that go on at our club or special events that we're holding at our club that we want to invite you to. And all we're basically doing is starting this relationship on the right foot, letting them know that every time an email pops up in their inbox that says, you know, Jim from the Derek Club, that they're going to want to open that because of the reason why they signed up for this list in the first place. It's very, very important that we activate their inbox when they're signing up, when it's still fresh in their mind, and that we're starting this relationship on the right foot. And would there actually be a verifier or activate button that they would then click to say, that click here to, to receive further emails from off course or the club or whoever it is that's, that's doing this. Yeah, sure. Jim, what you're talking about there is called double opt-in and there's a lot of uh, email uh, service providers that it might, might still insist on double opt-in or have it as an option for you. Double opt-in is great. If you think that somebody's uh, do you have a high likelihood of people being signed up for an email list unbeknownst to them? Right. So like I Roger go on the website and I put in Jim Hope at the Derek, right? Um, so then you'd get that email and say, I didn't sign up for this list. And then they wouldn't activate. So double opt-in is a way that you can ensure that you get more engaged leads right off the bat. I'm of the mind that it's increasingly unnecessary. You know, you're actually putting in a, a barrier in place for people to actually have to take an extra step to get on your list. And I don't favor that. So the next thing that we're going to do, Jim, is after we've got uh, somebody signed up for our list and we sent them that welcome email that activates their inbox and starts to engage them right away, is uh, we're going to set ourselves up to consistently deliver the same value that we promised up front. So if we said to them at the beginning of this, uh, you know, the outside of this relationship, look, we're going to send you special information about, you know, promotions that we've got going on, uh, exclusive invitations to events. And we want to make sure that the emails that we're sending out pertain to those promotions and those events. Now, it's not to say that we can't also sprinkle in some other stuff from time to time. You know, hey, having a Christmas party, you know, consider our club as your venue or do you know anyone who's getting married? Consider our club as a venue. But what we do want to make sure is that we're consistently delivering on the value proposition that they signed up for in the first place. And that's the way that we see our, our open rates and our engagement continually growing and our click-through rate continually growing and our conversion rate from these emails continually growing. Think about it as a habit, right? Jim, if I say to you, like, hey, man, do you want to go golfing? 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 And you say yes every time. And then I come out with, do you want to go to the opera? You got to go, what? Where did this come from? Right. So we're going to ask, we're going to deliver the same value proposition every time we send out that email. Okay. And, and you said you may want to sprinkle it with looking, looking to book an event or looking for, um, you know, to, to book a wedding. How would you do that if you kept saying, do you want to go golfing? Do you want to go golfing? Do you want to go golfing? How would you then introduce looking for, looking for a special place to hold that special event? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And we're going to put it as an addendum to that other information, right? So every email that we do, we're going to talk about those special promotions or those special events, whatever it was, the value proposition at the beginning. And then we'll add as a supplement to that email. By the way, we just had a beautiful wedding here on the weekend. Congratulations to, you know, so-and-so who got married. And, you know, here's one of their great pictures. If you know someone who's planning a wedding, maybe we can help them. Right. And so we're still delivering the value. In this case, we're just also adding to that value that we are already delivering. So we don't want to send out that email about the weddings on its own because it completely breaks the cycle of what we've been doing. But it's okay for us to add that into the cycle of what we're already doing when we paste it sort of to the bottom of one of those emails. So if you do that and and you you stick with your value proposition where you told them you're going to send them on you, you do that thing about the wedding and, and you see a really good click through rate. Does that an indicator now that maybe I can start to introduce that a little bit more that there looks like people are interested in hearing about our other things that we're doing at the club and I can add that as to their value proposition that they're receiving from us? 
Sure. There's two routes to go down here. Okay. The first one is you send out that wedding um, piece in the email and you notice you get a really good click through rate on that. Let's go into the the analytics in our email uh, provider and look at who clicked on that. And let's make a note that all these people clicked on the wedding thing. And you know what you might do as a manager is you might actually look at who's clicking. And if you know some of those people, then you might phone them (laughs) and you might say, Hey, Uh, you know, Jim, I saw that you clicked on the wedding thing and I just wanted to touch base with you really quickly. Did you click on that because you know someone who's getting married or did you click on that because you were really interested in that aspect of the club? And by the way, if you're ever going to do this, phone somebody off your email list because they've taken an action. Let them know up front that that's why you're calling. You're really just trying to get a better understanding of of why this seemed to work. I got you. And most people would be interested in taking that call, right? And probably interested in talking with you. Oh, yeah. Whenever you ask somebody for advice or help. They're, they're generally more willing to give you advice or, or to give you that kind of help. Now, the second thing there, too, is you could take all those people that uh, clicked on that wedding part and you could put them into a segment of your email list that has an interest in weddings and events. And then what you might do is just email them individually and say, ask them a question about, you know, weddings or events or what's important to them. So we're going to kind of build a little list within a list here of people who are interested in various aspects of, of our club. Let's take some actionable steps now. Okay. Here's the first thing that you can do is update your lead collection forms so that you're specific and you're, you know, you express the value of that person giving you their email address in the first place. And I've talked about in the past about sort of bait and switch offers where, hey, enter here to win a trip to the US Open, but you're, you're only maybe going to give away one uh, trip to the US Open and you're still going to email these people about other things. Let's get away from that sort of bait and switch tactic on our email lead generation uh, parts of our website and just go to the authentic value proposition, which we're offering by being a part of our email list. And the second thing is to, to plan out a template for your email so that every week when you're sending out, you know, a, something about a promotion or a special event, that there's going to be some consistency there to help remind you that template will help remind you why people joined your email list in the first place. And it'll set you up to deliver on that expectation time and time again. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Now get emailing everybody. It's <laughs> profitable. <laughs> All right. If you want to know more, by all means, reach out to Jim or I on LinkedIn. You can also connect with us at theengagedclub.com. If you like this episode, please share it with anybody that you know in the club business. And until next time, thanks for listening. This has been the Engaged Club Podcast with Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with your fellow club managers and operators. Until next time, thanks for listening.